This is the Smooth Operator Podcast. I'm Adam Liette, Director of Operations for a seven-figure online business and eight-year veteran of Army Special Operations. On this show, we get into the tactical nitty-gritty of what it really takes to run a thriving online business because at the end of the day, operators lead the way. Welcome to today's episode of Smooth Operator. I'm Adam Liette. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. We're going to talk about something near and dear to my heart and it was something that I had to learn the hard way. And it's about doing your homework. And as, as the episode is called, Don't Get Treed by a Chihuahua. I'll get to that story in a little bit, so stick around and where you see what exactly that means. But to start with, look, we're often working in dynamic environments. Things are changing rapidly. We're dealing with real people. Like I said, we're, we're in the people business, bottom line. I don't care what your industry is, what service you have. You're in the people business as an operator. You're working with people. And while a lot of the work we do is, uh, one of my, one of my, um, Employees called it steely cold operator mode when I go into operator mode and I'm just behind the scenes putting things together. That's my steely cold operator mode, but I'm doing it with intention of the people that are going to be touched by this and are going to have to implement what I'm building. So I'm definitely keeping them in mind. That being said, we're going to encounter problems and various things during our working relationships and flow of the workday and the work week. Things are going to come up. Uh, problems are going to be reported by team members or um, contractors or even our customers. We're going to get complaints. We're going to get reports of things broken or not working correctly or maybe little problems that you see from your seat within the company. Now, this is especially true when things may need fixing, when we need to implement changes to fix these problems. Here's the ultimate problem, though. Many people, far too many people, rely solely on gut instincts and emotion to guide their reaction, to decide on a plan of action, to decide if it's even a problem to begin with. So as an example, uh, we, for the, the company I was working for, we had an online music course. And one of the sample songs that we used to teach a concept, I don't know, some woke idiot decided that that song needed to be canceled for some stupid and uninformed decision. I can't stand wokeness. Just to be clear about that, it just pisses me off. Like, you have no right to go around canceling everything. Shut up. So one person complained about this particular song because they must have read the latest cancellation blog. That's what I got to say to them. Boo-hoo. One person complained. I don't care. I don't care if someone decided that something is going to be canceled. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to play that game and bend the knee and be in reactionary mode to because some idiot decided that they were going to take an incorrect translation of a song or interpretation of a song and read some random blog post from some unknown, uninformed person when, quite frankly, we were the authority in music education in, on the Internet, not this uninformed blogger. So, boo freaking who. 
don't care. You can leave. You can ask for a refund. I don't care. I'll get rid of you before I go and jump through hoops because you decide to react. Uh, another example is we thought we were having a problem with um, refunds because the number of refunds increased. You know, they did increase. And so I thought maybe there was something wrong with a course or something that was going on with delivery. But when I took the time to take a step back, look at the numbers, look at the data, I saw, yes, there were more refunds. But the increase in re refunds was actually in correlation with an increase in sales. When I did the numbers, our refund rate had actually decreased. Huh. Well, if I would have been in reactionary mode, I would have thought we need to fix something right away to try to get this. And I would have shot from the hip and drove my whole team crazy. Instead, I took a step back, looked at the numbers and went, this actually isn't a problem that needs fixing right now. I did see it as an opportunity to try to further lower our refund rate. And that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But we were able to, to see the forest for the trees. When you see a problem, do your homework. Get to the bottom of what's bothering you, why you think it's bothering with you, and is it actually a problem? Numbers matter. Numbers never lie. They never lie, and they're right in front of you. Get the numbers. Get the data. As much raw data as you can find. Do not rely on gut instincts. Allow your gut instincts to tell you you need to look into something for sure. Absolutely. Look into potential problems based on gut instincts and then rely on data. Uh, it's one of my, my mentors said, um, in God I trust, everyone else bring data. <laughs> so I love that phrase and I implement that with my team. Uh, put some thought behind it. Don't just react on emotions. You are the leader. Your team and CEO rely on you to be even-headed and methodical in your thinking. They, they require you to be able to bring that to their, to their desk. Bring not only a problem, but potential solutions, potential ideas of what could be causing that problem. If you take time to examine the situation, you're more likely to see what the actual problem is, if there is one. By looking into it, you'll see what is actually causing this to happen or have a better idea than just putting our own assumptions onto something and getting everyone mixed up in a, in a tizzy when you don't know what the problem, uh, what the source of the problem actually is. It allows you to immerse yourself in the full, in the full picture. So you may see various things that could be improved that might not even be related to the one you're investigating because you were taking time out of a curious nature in order to find out what was going on in an area of the company. Um, I like, you know, to be constantly curious, intellectually curious. Uh, is a phrase I used in the military when we were recruiting for a, a special operations unit I was part, on, part of. Um, someone asked me, what's the, number one what's the number one trait that you're looking for for this special operations unit we had? And I said, I need guys that are intellectually curious. They're not going to rely on their preconceived notions. They're going to want to do the work do the reading, do the research, and be able to get outside the box. Imagine how powerful your role in the company can be if you're constantly intellectually curious, getting outside the box, 
doing the homework, doing the hard work, to be honest, and be able to bring that to your team? What's going to be the perception of your authority and your know-how if when you bring something to them, you do it from a highly informed place, you're bringing the data to them, you're bringing them real solutions that are tied to that data? What do you think their motivation level is going to be in helping you with that? They're going to be highly motivated because they're going to see it. They're not just doing something because you tell them to do it. If you rely on your authority as a means for getting shit done, it's only going to work for so long, guys. Be honest, um, especially with some of the trends in work that we're seeing right now. Uh, what's that latest dumb thing I heard about? Quiet quitting? What the hell is that? I don't know. Um, it's weird. It's weird what's going on in the labor market. Any little thing you can do to, to help shore up your employees' trust in you, your team members' trust in you, you got to take every opportunity you, you got. Because reacting will only cause more problems. You're going to get team members running down rabbit holes trying to fix something that didn't need fixed. And it will increase any uncertainty that your team members already had in you. You're reinforcing their perceptions, if they had that perception. I like to reinforce positive perceptions. If I want them to think of me in a certain way, I'm going to take every opportunity to reinforce that that perception. So how the heck does this have to do with a Chihuahua? Uh, so there's a wonderful book out there I highly recommend. It's called uh, The Men, The Mission, and Me. It's a story about one of the first Delta Force commandos that helped start Delta Force when they started back in the late 70s, early 80s. And he was talking about uh, going through the selection process for Delta. Um, so I didn't, truth be told, I wasn't in Delta Force. I was in a special operations unit, not Delta Force. Uh, but we have similar training that we go through. Uh, Delta's, Delta's, you know, to quote Spinal Tap, Delta's is turned up to 11 uh, but one of the training things that we both did was very long ruck marches. Um, in Delta's case, it's much longer and it's through the woods and mountains and all sorts of things. So this particular guy was going through the long walk and navigating his way through these mountains. And he had, he was, had been rucking all day long. He was tired. He was distraught. He was emotionally and physically beat down. And when he went to go put down his pack just to take a break, he looked to his right and thought he saw a bear. Not even kidding. Thought he saw a bear. So he leapt to the left to get away from the bear. The problem was to the left was a ravine. And he craned about 150 feet downhill in this ravine and nearly broke limbs. If he would have broke limbs, that would have been the end of his training. He never would have made it to Delta Force. The irony was, that wasn't a bear. It was a squirrel. He was so emotionally drained and physically drained that he thought he saw a bear. He made a bear out of a squirrel. When you're in your business, is the problem that you're seeing a bear or a squirrel? You're only going to know by taking a couple of moments to actually analyze what you're looking at, what you perceive to be a problem around you or near you, and acting accordingly. All right. Well, there you go. 
All right. So I hope that helps. Um, it's, it's a constant thing I have to remind myself of. So if you find yourself emotionally reacting to things, take a step back, breathe, get away from the problem for at least a couple of minutes to properly reflect on it before you move into massive action to try to fix something by shooting from the hip. Come with facts, come with data, come with solutions, and don't be reactionary. All right, thanks so much for joining us on this episode. Please do go to adamliette.com. You'll see links to Google, to iTunes, and to Spotify to listen to the podcast. Please do take a moment just to do a quick review on there. Genuinely appreciate that. That'll help us get to more listeners and help spread this message even further. Until next time, operators, lead the way. Hey, before you bounce out of here, I have a free strategy session available exclusively for my podcast audience. In this 30-minute phone call, we'll unveil the immediate steps you can take to operationalize your business and put you back in the driver's seat. Just go to www.adamliette.com and click start here.